How's it going, y'all? Uh, I kind of already set up the intro for this episode, but I'm going back, and I wanted to say this before I posted. Um, in today's segment, uh, I'm touching on some sensitive topics. Um, so for those of y'all that um, require this or appreciate these kinds of warnings here it is for you i will be touching on um the topics of mental health uh suicidal thoughts traumas and unhealthy habits or activities that are by society in general viewed as unhealthy habits um i don't know what uh what you want to do with that but i was just i just want to let y'all know for those of y'all that require those uh these types of warnings for when somebody speaks on sensitive topics um i believe it's called a trigger warning uh but yeah i just want to give that out to y'all before we start it up so if this is not something that you like to hear um or if it's not something that you are able to listen to without it uh, clicking something in your brain that doesn't a lot, uh, whatever it is. I don't want to get too in depth with it. Um, but yes, here's your warning and I hope that you enjoy the episode. Thank y'all very much. What's going on, everybody? It's, uh, it's Kills. I ain't, up, I ain't uploaded since September 13th. The last time I recorded the episode. And I'm back. <laughs> and I was, I was gonna, I was gonna try to keep it regular, but I was trying to, I had a roommate. We had no dividers in my room, so, you know, we, uh, I, I wasn't really able to, you know, I didn't want to go talking about all my deep shit, you know, while he's right over there, that'd have been just really weird, but yeah, I'm back, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so here we go, episode two. It's January 11th, 2021, man. Had a crazy, crazy start to the year. You know, it was... I was ready. I was ready. That ball dropped. I was ready to just hear throughout the sky, just in a thundering voice. Round two. Fight. <laughs> you know, the date changed to December 32nd. It wasn't that drastic, but kind of feels like it went that way, you know. Started off the year, it wasn't great, and then everybody seen what happened in D.C. Motherfuckers are gonna go storm the fucking Capitol building. Uh, that shit was <laughs> that shit was ridiculous, and you know, just with with the information that I had seen and. 
and you know what I was hearing about all of that when I was while it was happening and some stuff happening after the fact, you know. I got I got some thoughts. Oh yeah. My main thing that shit is just unacceptable. I don't care. I don't care what your side is. I don't care if you believe in what they was doing and saying. I don't care if you was against them. I don't care if I don't. I don't care, man. That shit was embarrassing to watch. And I know damn well my viewers, or sorry, my listeners from other nations seen that just instantly thought we was a joke, man. Like, come on, <laughs> like, come on now. We got, we, we, we supposed to be, you know, home of the free, land of the brave, right? And I ain't, it wasn't brave what they did. That was just straight up stupid. It was. A, it's a stark contrast, I believe, to how our governments and our our law enforcement has handled other situations that involve people speaking out on what they believe. You know, like as straight up, you got motherfuckers walking into walking into the Capitol building with weapons. What the fuck? You, how are you going to carry blue lives matter flag? You know, American flag, black and white with a blue stripe going through. Y'all know the flag. How you how are you going to carry that flag and speak out against, you know, how people treat the police and all that? And then you, you won't go into the Capitol building. You're going to start throwing punches. And you're going to let people throw punches on the men and women in law enforcement that was there to keep y'all out. So you're telling me because you ain't get what you wanted, you wasn't able to do what you wanted, that just excuses violence. Is that that what I'm getting from this? It's ridiculous, man. You gonna go replace your nation's flag inside the building that represents our freedom and our lawmaking process that is there in place to ensure that our laws stay constitutional and that they protect everybody and that there is equality. You won't bust in there, take down your nation's flag, your own flag, and you won't go replace it with somebody's campaign flag. What kind of what kind of backwards ass shit is that? That's just ridiculous, man. I don't, I don't know how you could rationalize that. Where where was all the fucking? Where was all them? All of them fucking what's it called? Rubber bullets that they was using on the marches and the protests early on last year. That was taking place. Where, where was all the pepper spray and, and the tear gas? And I realized, you know, they use some tear gas and some people got pepper sprayed, but y'all ain't bring out SWAT for them. You, you activated the National Guard, but in the end, 
you still allowed them to bust into the Capitol building. You didn't retaliate the way you did to people marching to just speak their minds and and uh, speak out against the perceived and uh, racial inequality and violence that was targeting certain demographics in our nation. Where, where was all that at? It's ridiculous to me, you know. My, my views are my own. I don't represent nobody else when I speak out on this stuff. This, this is all my thoughts, but that's just embarrassing, man. I don't get it. It's got me got me worried <laughs> about, you know, where this is all headed. I don't know, man. It's, we need change. We need, we need people to, you know, spread positivity. People to be uplifting to each other and to and to speak across party and political lines and to see if we could work out something that benefits both sides without taking away what is believed to be you know inherent human rights. I don't think they they can be no progress with how divided and how opinionated people are. Yeah, open up your minds, man. It don't matter if you don't fully agree with what somebody's saying in the first at first. If you opened your mind a little bit, personally I believe. You know, if you open your mind a little bit and you you look at another perspective from their point of view and try to see where they come from, you might be able to realize some of what they're saying is justified and is based in reality. And it's not just the speakings of a madman or a mad woman. You know, it's like, come on now. Let's get it together, man. Let's come together. It's ridiculous. Anyways, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to put out my little... My little piece on that situation. But anyways, I got a purchase in my hiatus from speaking. It wasn't really a hiatus like I had some built up before. I only released one episode. But since I released that episode, I, I was able to purchase myself a snowboard. You know, I never really been able to snowboard before. Now, I'm from New York and all that. We got mountains and slopes and stuff, but uh, we didn't really have the funds to do all that, you know? You know what I mean? Because I didn't really realize it till, till I purchased it. it how hefty of a price it was to find something that matches my height and weight and what I'm looking to do and all that, but I got it. I'm excited to for putting it in use, man. Get a little adrenaline rush. Just get some wind against my face. Just forget about stuff, you know? I don't got to worry about nothing. All you got to worry about is keeping your balance. Not crashing into the other riders going down the hills. If you're good to go. You get to the bottom, hop on that lift and just head right back up to the top. Just do it all over again. You know, it's a good feeling. All right, 
I, I, I anticipate it to be a good feeling anyways. I also got a, I'm big on enemy. If anybody who knows me is listening, you know I'm big on anime. I was, I was a bit of a closeted nerd back in high school. Uh, but, you know, I, I ain't worried about none of that now. I'm just being who I am. And I'm open about it now. But I got a, got a Ichiraku ramen sweatshirt that just came in the mail today. Hey, oof. It looked good. It's a nice material, too. You know, it's nice and soft and breathable. Fits well. Yeah, it looks good. I like the color scheme. It got these little bands on the arms up in the bicep area. Got a white and brown band, you know, going with the color scheme and all that. And uh, I'm fucking with it. Feels good. Feels good wearing that. I'm wearing it right now, of course. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling, man. Able to go out and do stuff for myself. Oh, I meant I meant to say this in the beginning too. I hope y'all had a, a nice holiday season. You know, a little break from all the insanity. Hopefully, it was a break for y'all from all the insanity of. You know, politics and, you know, whatever you got going on at work or school or, you know, whatever, you know, hopefully your family was able to get together. Y'all was having a good time. And if not, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. Or woman, girl, female, male, they, them, however you choose to identify. Um, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people don't really get the opportunity to spend holidays with their family. So what I'm uh what I'm hoping I could do is what I'm gonna try to start doing is I'm gonna start releasing episodes on the holiday before I spend my time with my family. And uh you'll be able to listen to this in time and you know be able to spend your holidays with me. No, just listen to me. Just go on and on about whatever it is is on my mind, cause you know I'm all over nowhere with it. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna try and do that for for my view for my listeners. I keep wanting to say viewers. It's not YouTube. Might start that up though. I don't know. Record myself in my little my little room. And uh, in my new room, and then you know, post it up on YouTube while I'm recording this as well. I don't know, we're gonna figure it out later on if I can't purchase the equipment. But yeah, I had between between uh, releasing the first episode and now, I've had 24 listeners. In total, and that's really cool. I didn't think I honestly didn't think anybody was going to be able to find it because I didn't really put it out like that. You know, I don't really know how to to market what I'm doing, but yeah, you know, it's 
it is what it is. And I'm really happy that uh that y'all was able to find me. Y'all say y'all just gave me a listen. That's really cool. I appreciate that. You know, it feels good being able to to do all this and and know that there's people out there that are listening. Not all of them. Not all of y'all care. I'm sure. But to know that a couple of y'all are, and we we gonna see, you know, when uh when this one drops, if if y'all really do care like that, but you know, I just appreciate y'all giving me your time and just listening to what I got to say. It's it feels good, you know. And then you you choosing to be here. I don't got worry about. Like I said in the description and in the and then before, I don't gotta worry about bothering other people with my thoughts of what's going on. Uh, I just say what I gotta say, and if you choose to listen, that is on you. And if you choose to stick for the full episode, I appreciate it. And you know, you choosing to be here, so I don't feel like I'm really wasting your time. But yeah. Uh, that's the whole point of what I'm doing right now. I started uh, recently. You know, I started getting more games on my on my PC. You know, and I, I try to get into some stuff, but it just wasn't really working. I ain't gonna name the games and all that, but I hopped on some some older games. That I used to play before I before I was up here and I was living back with my family. And I started playing Wolfenstein the New Order. Playing through that again. And there's a so once you meet up with the resistance, like really like after the first mission. Once you meet up with the resistance, you uh Living in their little shack and headquarters in London, right? And if you go all the way up to the third floor, I believe it is. There's, you know, you got you got a bucket of knives you could practice throwing at the target. If you go through there and go to the left, that's a bed. And if you if you go and hover either your your cursor for your mouse or when you uh or if you're using a like a, a controller, whatever you do, you hover over that, you can sleep. But in parentheses, I believe it is, it says nightmares. I was like, damn, I wonder what that is. I never seen that in other gameplay videos, and I don't remember that first time I played. That's really weird. I wonder what those nightmares are. So I did a mission, you know, and then I went back to it. And uh, I was like, all right, you know, let me check this out. And it, it just takes you back to the original uh the original game and it just blew my mind i was like oh y'all threw this little easter egg in for us that's so cool man it's so cool <laughs> like you got it's, it's just everything like the only thing that doesn't look like the original is your arms and uh the pistol that you hold all everything else is stylized as the original and i thought that was so cool man and you know you just run through like first level stuff you know blast up a couple nazis 
and then you know you hop on the elevator and that just is when you wake up but i i enjoy that so much anytime i finish a mission i go straight there just get a little blast from the past you know <laughs> oh it's nice it's nice it's nice it's nice yeah it's crazy man you know developers be putting those little easter eggs in for the fans and i love that you know i love those little easter eggs the the developers for doom they did something like that for doom eternal came out when i do eternal come out it was beginning of last year i believe in march I think it was. And um his YouTuber, you know, I might know him. He's he's still relatively you know, he's still pretty famous. He still got a couple million subscribers. Uh Markiplier. He did a gameplay of it, he did a run through. And the developers so it so as he tells it, uh Doom was one of the first, if not the first game he ever played. And in one of his videos of when they released Doom Eternal, uh, sorry, uh, Doom back in 2016, not Doom Eternal, if the, just Doom back in 2016, uh, he's talking about how much of an impact that the game had in his life and, you know, relating it to his dad. So once you, once you get further into the game, you unlock more of uh, the Doom Castle. I don't think that's actually what it's called, but it's, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like your little space in between missions and uh so if you if you go to the back it's like a room for the doom guy it's got like a wall of weapons and then all the toy collectibles and it's got a bunch of little easter eggs and stuff in it and on the bookcase right you go to the middle shelf you got the doom guy little action figure like like the collectibles but it's i believe it's just the original or the 2016 doom guy and right next to it is a big red book it's the biggest on the case and it's titled what is it it's titled how to comb your mustache and then the author is uh markiplier's dad this is dad's name and I, that's really cool, you know. It, it just goes to show it's not all, you know, not all uh, developers, you know, just dish dish out their games for the money, you know. Like, there's a couple I ain't going to name names or none. But, uh, you know, they'll just release a game like every year, every couple years, alter some things from the previous game, but everything's basically the same, just better graphics different different tools and weapons and all that different whatever and you know they just do what they do but you know the developers for doom eternal took the time to see that one of their biggest supporters and how much it connected to his life and uh they just put that little thing in there for him and i thought that was really cool it shows that they pay attention to their fans and what they wanted you know and how much of an impact that game has on them, you know, like that little escape from reality and how it increases connections with either family members or whatever, you know, I thought that was really cool, man. Because people go, people, people be going through a lot, man. 
And it's little things like video games or uh, like a certain musical artist or a sport or whatever. Whatever it, you choose to be your outlet, you know, that holds such a, it holds such a weight in your life. You don't really realize it till you kind of look back, but like, like, I don't know, it's just really cool, man. It's really, really cool. Yeah. People be going through a lot. You got to find something, man. You got to find some type of healthy outlet to, uh, to release your grief onto, you know? It's, it's hard to find that because it's so easy to slip into the to slip into the system of oh I got a lot going on right now let me let me have some drinks to take my mind off of it and then you know every time you got something going on your first thought is what is it let me have a drink it'll take my mind off it it worked last time it'll work this time but it's all, that's all that stuff is all that stuff is temporary, man. It don't it ain't gonna stick around. You gonna end up either feeling the same as you did before or worse than you did before, you know. And it's just it's not worth it in the end. And uh, you know, it's just you gotta find something. You gotta be able to. You gotta be able to do that, man. You know. Uh, yeah, for me personally, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the previous episode, but for me personally, I, I exercise in music. Exercise and music are the two big things that I use to, you know, let out some grief. I use, I use the physical pain to kind of distract me and take my mind off the emotional turmoil that I got going on or whatever's just sitting in my mind and I use that to fuel like the motivation to get out there and and you know better myself I might not be able to do something about the situation but you know I could turn it I could turn it into something positive you know let me be better let me teach myself some discipline let me let me find this this new way of thinking while I'm at it, and maybe it'll help turn everything around, you know? And then, you know, there's those, those times where, where, you know, nothing, nothing works. And that's, that's tough. You know, you, it feels like, you know, your friends don't understand, so you, or they, uh, it seems like whenever you open up to them, they just kind of dust you off. Like, oh, you'll be good. You don't got to worry about it. I got you. You know I got you, right? But as soon as as soon as soon that kind of stuff comes up, they ain't nowhere to be seen. Or or they give a like a lackluster or half-assed attempt to cheer you up. While, yes, it is appreciated. You know, that you've taken a little bit of time to try to cheer me up, but it's only a quick distraction. It ain't going to solve the issue. And sometimes distractions are good because you ain't able to handle something in the moment. But in the end, you need, you need to be able or 
not need to, but it helps to have someone in your corner to help you work towards, you know, the root of the issue and how how you can uh how you can work with it and how you can um how you can like kind of work it out, you know, overcome and uh you know topple the obstacle that is within your mind or 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 in the physical world, you know. I don't I don't got uh I don't got a vehicle right now. Uh, I I'm working on saving up, you know. It's a little difficult expenses and all that, but uh I'm working on saving up to get a vehicle. Uh but I well, well my friends was home for the holidays. Uh you know. And uh, they come back and they got a quarantine and all that because of the COVID laws. Um, they got me. They uh, are gracious enough and trusting enough to allow me to utilize their vehicles while they're going. So, you know, I drive them around, make sure, you know, make sure the battery don't die, make sure it don't freeze over, all that good stuff. Uh and it's I'm really grateful that they uh they trust me with that, and also that I don't have a vehicle right now, cause there's just stuff going on where like, like I'll be driving right, I'll be driving down the road, like you know like a little side street or uh or like the highway expressway freeway wherever I'm at. And uh, I'll just be thinking, man, it'd just be so much easier if I just let go of the wheel, kind of lean forward on that gas, and then whatever be, just let it happen, you know? Whether it be a guardrail, another vehicle, light post, concrete barrier, a bridge, you know? And it's I just I just be wanting to let it go and just let let the wheel take the vehicle where it wants to go, and just hopefully have this all just be over, you know. Or if it's not over, let the let you know maybe I feel the pain and then I won't have to you know look other ways to feel some, you know, and like be wondering why, you know, I got this stuff going on right now and be wondering why I just don't feel it. No, I don't be feeling nothing. You know, I'll be, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll get news from home while I'm at work. You know, I get a little text message from mom, so a little voicemail or something. It's, just, it's something new every week. It, it, it take it takes a it takes a toll on somebody, you know. It's really it's hard to be able to you know handle that kind of stuff while you also worrying about work and bills and I don't know how my family doing it. But it's just, it's difficult, you know. 
This is, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> Hey. Like, you know, it's like I'm just I'll try to find something, man, you know. Like I I'll put on like what I used to do. I used to put on like a old show, like like nostalgia kind of stuff, you know? Like uh like a old like I said, an old show or a movie. Or like an album, or maybe even like just a specific song to 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 bring something up, you know, some some type of emotion, you know, get get a couple tears going. You know, it ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong with crying, you know, whether you alone or you gotta, or if you end up breaking in front of people, whatever it is, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with showing emotion. That's how you, you know, you know you're still human. But I'll, I'll put that stuff on, you know. And uh, then I get nothing. Like, I'll just be staring blankly at the TV. And I just, I just got nothing. I, I have my headphones in, laying on my bed, you know, trying to allow myself to be vulnerable. And it's nothing. I'm just, just laying there, looking at the ceiling, and I like just, I'll be praying for like a tear. Just wonderful, but I, I can't. I can't even be getting that. You know, it's it's scary thoughts. It's scary to think that this is what has come to that. I've, you know, I, I can't. And it's not like my goal or anything to like separate myself from my emotions. And like, and like I, I used to do that. I used to, what's the word? Disassociate, I think. To, so that way I wouldn't have to worry about feeling something when, when this situation goes south. I used to do that, you know, whether it was a a relationship or a death in the family that I could see coming. You know, it's I used to do that, but I'm, that's not that's not what I be doing now because it's not healthy, and I realize that. You know, I was able to realize that that's not what I should be doing. You know, and um, now it's just not there at all, man. I just be I just be wanting to give up, you know. Just whatever happens, happens, and if I end up going, lucky me. <laughs> you know, I don't gotta worry about none no more now. I'm 
apart from this earth. Uh, I don't gotta worry about no. I don't gotta worry about my. I don't gotta worry about you know family leaving. I don't gotta worry about breakups or or uh, just anything, you know. That's not a factor. I'm, I'd be gone. The great escape. But it's, it's stuff I be wanting to do, you know. I want to do stuff with my life. I got dreams and hopes. I want, I want a family. You know. I ain't thinking too far ahead in the future, you know. And I'm not thinking about starting one up at this moment. I know I'm not ready for that, but it's just, I don't. <sighs> yeah. That's, uh. You know, I don't want to be going saying it is what it is whenever something pops up, but. I catch myself saying it, you know, and I'm trying to get out of that habit of just, and, but it's hard doing that too, because being out of that habit of just like, you know, allowing things to happen if they're going to happen, because I want to, I want to be able to help in these situations, you know, like with the, with the sick family member. I wanna. <sighs> Sorry about that, y'all. It's, it's like eleven o'clock. I'm getting a little tired, but I, I wanna be. I wanna be able to help, like if a family member's sick. But I'm on the opposite side of the country, and I can't. There's there's nothing I can do. I can't go home. Yeah, I can't. Can't do nothing. It is. It, it breaks my heart, man. Cause I'll, I'll be on the phone, and I'll talk to say, a family member, and I I could tell in the tone of their voice that it's not getting better, and I could tell with how they they sound and what they talk about. And it's just they're not the same as when I was home, and that's just really hard to accept. That that life is hard to accept. That life's just gonna take its course, and it's, it it sucks because you just gotta let it. You just gotta let it happen. You can't stop it. You can you can maybe slow it down. But in the end it's gonna happen if it's gonna happen. You can't do nothing about that. And it's I want to so bad. I wanna be able to do something for them. And I'm just simply not able to. And that's, you know, 
you seen these people making these uh these TikToks, you know? Of like, oh me there's like them at the steering wheel, you know, being all happy. And the captions like, Oh, me as a me as a little kid not not being able to wait till I can drive again or not again, but you know, be able to wait till I can drive so I could be grown, yada yada yada. And then it cuts to them driving really fast, saying that this is the only way that they can feel some and that they can uh cope with what they got going on in their lives and I'm <laughs> I've never been able to relate to some as much as I do that. Just be wanting to go. Just put your foot down on the pedal and just fly. And then, you know, you get that little bit of adrenaline. Or you get the speed wobbles. And then you're like, oh. And then your heart skips a beat. And it's like, oh, look. That, that's what I was looking for. That That's a feeling. And it's sad that it's gotten to that point, man. For a lot of people, it's sad that it's gotten to that point that the only thing that they have for an escape is what could quite possibly be a near-death experience. And that's, like, the only thing that allows them to feel something. You know, it's easy. we gotta work to find healthier ways to handle things. I think you know we gotta we gotta normalize. You know, being with your friends. Like, I think it's more. For, in my personal opinion, please don't be upset with me for saying this, but in my personal opinion, I think that it is more difficult for guys to receive the help that they need when it comes to their uh, their struggles. Um when it comes to mental illness and uh, handling grief. Uh, I do believe that it is more difficult um, just because, and th this has been a topic of conversation for quite a while now, and it, it, that has surprised me, and I'm really happy that it is a topic of conversation that we need to uh, to normalize allowing young men and boys and older men too. The older generation was not allowed to do this at all, generally speaking. Um, but to normalize men and boys uh, being able to vocalize their emotions without having judgment passed upon them. Because, you know, growing up, you know, even high school, 
play sports, right? This this happened to me. You know, our football game, going for a tackle. I get two helmets, hit my arm in two different places, going in opposite directions. Uh, Luckily, all that happened was I had hyperextended my elbow, and it wasn't more serious than that. Thank the Lord I, I didn't have to have surgery or anything. But uh, it was very painful, you know, and I was uh, I was kind of clutching my arm close to me, and I I was crying. It was hard for me to move. I I was sick. I felt sick to my stomach and all that. That's a that was that was a bad pain for me. And my coach, my coach, come out out of the field. He checking on me. The trainer check out my arm. And uh, coach goes, hey, don't nobody want to see a man cry. Let's go. Pick your head up. Get off the field. Come on, we're going to take care of you. And he, he did say we're going to take care of you, which I appreciate that, you know. It, that It felt good to know that he cared. But, you know, at that young of age, hearing nobody wants to see a man cry. That that's something that sticks with you. That's my formative years that I heard that, and it's still hard for me to shake today. And I know, I know there's other young men that are going through the same thing, and it just ends up bottling up inside, and it affects it. it end up in the in in the in the in the long run, it it affects. You know, it affects. It, nearly every aspect of our lives as adults, it, it will affect our relationships. It will affect how we work. It will affect how we raise our children. It will affect how we cope and handle uh, situations in our lives. And it's just, it's been passed down from generation to generation. It's been instilled in all of our minds, damn near in our DNA, that, you know, men don't cry. Pick pick your head up, wipe those tears, rub some dirt in it, you know, just walk it off. You ain't nothing to cry about. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta let men feel. You gotta, you gotta let them, you know, allow them to... You know, you got to validate, you know, you shouldn't have to validate our emotions. You shouldn't have to convince yourself that it's okay to feel these emotions. You shouldn't have to convince yourself it's okay to cry. You shouldn't convince yourself. You shouldn't have to convince yourself that it's okay to love somebody and to show affection. You shouldn't have to do that. Man, like... It should just be natural. Like, yes, I am sad right now. I am going to cry. I just need somebody to support me. The last thing a man who's going, who has a, a previous trauma in his life is when he's trying to deal with that and, and uh, get past it is for somebody to come up and say to him that men don't cry. Just get over it. That's the last thing that we should be telling them. That's just going to mess them up even more than they were going to be already. 
trying to cope with this on their own. Because it's, it's soon, I don't know what it was like where y'all live. You know, I don't know what it was like there. But for me, as soon as it was found out that a boy went to therapy, because, you know, whatever whatever the reason was, the reason is irrelevant. As soon as it's found out that a man has gone to therapy, he's generally outcast from his friend group and the rest of his peers. You know, he's uh, he's looked down upon. He's a creep. He's a weirdo. He needs therapy. Are you kidding me? We don't we don't need that around us. Like, all right, what? He he needs. He's getting the help that he needs so he can be a productive member of society. He can cope and and handle whatever it is that is plaguing his mind healthily. So he doesn't turn to drugs or turn to the not, not the best group of people to be around or to turn to alcohol or the blade or pills or whatever it is. That's not something that should be looked down upon. But when young men see other men get put down for seeking help, you know, it's, it's in their mind like, oh, I don't want to be cast out. I don't want to lose my friends. I can't go to therapy. I can't do that. No, 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 no. I can't do that. I got a life to live. These are my friends. I can't lose them because I need help. And then, and then, and then, and then whatever it is that they got going on just sticks with them for life. And it just builds and builds and builds. And some men are able to figure out a uh, a healthy outlet, turn it into something productive. You know, turn it to the betterment for others and themselves. Some are able to do that. And to them, I say congratulations. Good for you. You were able to do something that not a lot of people were able are able to do, even with help. Good for you. But that's not the case for everybody, you know. You gotta... This is something that that I believe needs to be worked on as a society. For for both sides, you know, I'm not... This is not just me preaching about men's health issues. I believe the same goes for, for the women as well. And um, whatever gender that you uh, that you identify as, they them zirzer, I believe is how you pronounce it. I apologize if if I didn't get that right. Um, or whatever whatever your pronouns are, whoever you are, it needs to be worked on for everybody. You know, we shouldn't be looking down at people because they seek help and they're look they're putting in the effort and taking the money out of their pocket and time away from work and their family to go receive the aid and assistance that they require to 
to overcome. That's not what we should be doing. Shouldn't be putting people down for that. You know, it's uh, it's difficult. People will shame you for absolutely anything. But, and that needs to change, you know? But until then, until we can enact that change, you know, just do your part. Support your friends and family that are going through something. Whether it be substance abuse, self-harm, just uh, uh, thoughts, uh, suicide, suicidal tendencies, or, or if they um, if they had um, been on the receiving end of a certain trauma in their life, you know this is a you know this is something that you need you should stand by them with you know let them know that they have this support and they have your backup because not a lot of people have that. It's taken for granted a lot of times, and I think we should change that in our society and in our in in the human race that needs to change. Um, But yeah, this uh, that's my little talk on that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah. um, See this is this is why this is why I'm doing this, y'all. I, I was just being able to get these thoughts out. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but it took a little dark dip about halfway through <laughs> the episode, and uh, being able to work through my thoughts, I was able to evolve that into something that I believe was positive, and you know, get get a message out there of of help and and uh and positivity and support for one another and and that that's this is my own therapy you know it it's just it helps it's my own little thing it's not my own little thing i know there's other people there's other creators that are out here doing this but you 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 know what i mean (laughs) you know what i mean uh yeah 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 that helped thank y'all for listening that that felt good if if you made it this far into the episode or you know if you uh if you skip to this part you know thank you for listening for however much that you have listened oh my uh my clock is winding down for the episode. And yeah. Thank y'all so much for joining me in this time. And uh just give me a give me a listen. Uh, I would appreciate it if y'all spread the word about what I am doing. You know, uh Still kind of working out this whole promotion thing. Not great at it. (laughs) 
but I was gone for a couple months there, so you know. But I'm getting back to it. You know, I'm gonna try and work out. Uh, maybe, maybe releasing an episode a week. You know, seeing what I can do there. Uh, not not in a February. I might I might do two episodes in February because I'm gonna be home for about half the month and finally finally I should be home finally able to visit my family and all that. Uh, hopefully that goes well. But yeah, thank y'all for sticking around, and giving me a listen. Uh, spread the word if you would. See if we can get more people to hop onto this positivity train. You know. See if we can spread the word that it's okay. It will get better. There is somebody and other people that are going through a similar situation at you that have the same thoughts as you. And you know, hopefully I can I can brighten your day. Maybe give some advice or or some, you know, say say, you know, maybe even if it's just one sentence that resonates with you that you're able to take with you throughout your days and uh i hope that to improve upon your life and your situations and you know hopefully you're able to pass that on to the people around you you know uh but yeah with that being said uh again (laughs) i appreciate y'all so much for tuning in and uh yeah i'll see you either at the end of this week or the beginning of next week Ooh, i don't know why i ended that sentence like that we try that again <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in and uh, hopefully i'll see y'all either at the end of this week or at the beginning of next week Y'all have a good night, good day, good afternoon, wherever you are at in your time zone. And I'll see y'all next time.